right, welcome everybody. Special edition podcast. It's Tuesday night instead of Wednesday. Um, we wanted to do it tonight because of our special guest. <laughs> want to introduce Mark Thompson. Hey guys. This this guy's a, a legend in the music industry, especially locally. Uh, they've got a gig tomorrow night at Papa Doobie's. Hard on the Chickens is playing. Correct. Uh, so we want to go ahead and get this in tonight so we can play. Plug that concert at Papa Doobie's. Will Younghouse, shout out, doing a great job down there. Will's actually going to come on and do a podcast here before long. Um, and Tracy Honey has popped in tonight, and he's going to play along. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. I shamed so, him into coming uh, today. Yeah, and I've been bothering him. I've been blowing him up on text message, so I'm glad that you uh, pressured him as well, Mark. So... For those of y'all that know, first let me just cover um, that these guys play in the current warm situation, warm 2022, and uh, they're great. They played at the Sand Mountain Park, they had uh, a get-together several years ago, Chamber of Commerce, played at Jefferson's, you did the benefit for Mike Bruce, am I missing anything on those? We want them to come back and do something else, I mean... It was the the concert at the park was great. Y'all were fantastic. So, and Mark is from Headline Fame, going way back. Most importantly, the Hillbilly Ro Romeo's Fame, which is really strong. And uh, who am I missing? Uh, Heart on the Chickens, of course, currently. And this all came about. We had a conversation with Scotty Martin, good friend. He did a podcast. And I, I told Scotty, I said, I really want to get Mark Thompson on here. And I reached out to him and he said, well, do underrated guitarists. I'm like, well, isn't that sort of a slam? He said, no. And, and I started thinking about it and said, no, it's not. Underrated guitarists, and he said, by the way, Mark, that Mark Thompson can play anything <laughs> as far as guitar. He's one of the greatest guitarists you ever heard. And by the way, Mr. Tracy Lane Honey can bust a move as well. Absolutely. And uh, anyway, glad to have you all here. This is good stuff. This is, but the underrated guitarist, just so everybody knows, it's not like, you know, you're forgotten. It's just you should have been included in the conversation more, with Clapton and Hendrix and Stevie Ray and Billy Gibbons and all those guys. So we're going to give shout outs tonight and on our honorable mentions and our top five for those guys that really could hold their own with anybody, and. Um, we're glad both of y'all are here. It's going to be a fun one. Thank you. So, before we get started, Mark, how about telling us that story about how you got the name Hard on the Chickens? Okay, so I, I do have to give uh, Jimmy Rowell the okay. credit for really realizing that. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, Jimmy, this is to you. So, we're at my sister's house Thanksgiving lunch. And my sister, if you know her, or if you don't, she is a dog fanatic. That's all she's worried about are the dogs. So we're sitting there eating lunch with family, parents, everybody. So this little dog shows up at the front door with a muzzle on. Well, she's, oh my gosh, the dog cannot protect itself. So she grabs it, throws it in a pen. Shortly after that, the neighbor comes across the street and said, hey, I've lost my dog. Have y'all seen it? and said, is it a dog with a muzzle? She said, it has a muzzle on it. So my brother-in-law gets up, goes to the pen, gets the dog, 
hands it to the neighbor and says, okay, I have to know, what's the muzzle about? Well, these people have been giving us eggs for months, and the dog was killing the chickens, and she said, that dog sure is hard on the chickens. <laughs> that's a great name. So that's where it came from. And Jimmy, I, we told Jimmy the story, and he, I guess the next night, he just said, okay, he called, he said, the name of the band, Harriet is hard on the chickens. Hard on the chickens. And that's, it, that's how it happened. You know, <laughs> when you think about naming bands and how some bands came up with their names, it's it can really be some obscure stuff. We sat in, a, in Brad Gaither's dad's barn. For, a great bass player, by the way. Yeah, good friend. Yeah, good friend. Good guy. Yes, great Y'all guy. Played headline together. Played headline together. Target and Target. Target. Okay. Target. Yeah. yeah, we right. forgot them. That's right. And for hours trying to name headline. Wow. And nobody could come up with a name. And somebody said something like headlight, and we said headline. They said no. We said headlight. Something headlight, and then head headline stuck, and that's how it ended up. Well, I think those are the conversations that happen, and you spitball it until something sticks. I mean, we know how Warm got named. It's Wayne, Allen, Ray, and Mike, that's and right. then boom. Right. But it's funny how bands get named. But that's a great story on Hard on the Chickens. Yeah. And again, they're playing at Papa Doobies tomorrow night. What time y'all come on? Five thirty, I think. 5.30. It, it will be a treat. If you get out, go check them out. It's going to be a nice, cool fall night. It'll be awesome. And those guys are such nice people. They're the best. They really are nice They're people. the best. We yes. want to plug them. They're one of the best restaurants in Marshall County, for yes. sure. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So, so how we do this, we're going to do our honorable mentions, and we're going to... We're going. This is going to be a little bit different tonight because we're going to give an honorable mention, and then if you have a song example, you'll give one, and we'll put it on the playlist. If you don't, we might chime in ourselves, and Tracy Lane will actually scribe that because he stole my pen. Yeah, so okay. that, that's what you get. Now you're the secretary. No, don't throw it back down. All right. Hey, God pen. dang it! I'm the worst secretary there is. All right. Just in case. So, Percy, let's hear your three honorable mentions. First, I want to say my thought process in this whole thing was maybe not, it was people that, just a casual music fan, the average music fan did not realize, you know, they don't think about these people being as good as they actually are. And that was my thought process. So, my first honorable mention was a man that was early on in the country rock music scene, and that's Bernie Ledden. Eagles. I don't, I don't think that Flying he, Burrito Brothers and Eagles. Could play banjo, guitar. Steel guitar. He was also in Dillard and Clark, mm-hmm. which, if you don't know, Rodney Dillard. Such a weirdo. <laughs> Rodney Dillard was a member of the Dillards, which were also known as the darlings on the Andy Griffith Show. How about that? Oh, Briscoe! Can I do trivia on the Andy Griffith Show? Sure. Do you know who played the intro theme song? I read this today. The whistling, I don't know that. Now the guitar player, Barney Kessel. I did not know that. It's a guitar my dad's got. Yep, that's right. And wow. tying all this in, right? Yeah, I mean, that was a... Bernie played 
a B-Bender Telecaster. And the B-Bender was invented by Gene Parsons and Clarence White. It bit the B-Strings. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Correct. But the reason they invented that was to get the sound of a steel guitar in the early country rock sounds. And that's the reason the B-Bender was invented. He sleeps with the list under his pillow. <laughs> and my song from Bertie Ledden is my favorite Eagles song, and probably my favorite Eagles solo is Peaceful, Easy Feeling. Yeah, that's a good one. It just seems like it. the solo is so melodic yeah. to me. And that's my first honorable mention. My second honorable mention is Barry Bailey of Atlanta. Man. Rhythm section. I like that. ARS, that's awesome. I know you guys like ARS. And my song is Spooky. Yep. There's just a groove in that, that solo that he does in that song. And I just feel that he doesn't get the love that he should have. Right on. That's a good one. Right my on. last honorable mention may be on some people's list, but it's Lindsey Buckingham. I'm glad that made the list. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a and, Thunder Steeler because it made my original because he's a picker with fingernails. I'm not a guitar player. I'm a hack. I do like to entertain myself with a guitar. I like to just hold the guitar. He had. And play drums with it. When I play, I finger pick. But correct me if I'm wrong, Lindsay had his own finger picking style. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it was just different than anybody else's. Yes. And my song that I'm picking of his is Go Your Own Way. Yeah, that's Because, that's I mean, it's just laced. I mean, his yeah. finger-picking style. If you just watch his finger-picking, it's just it's amazing. Good. Excellent choice. That's my honorable mentions. That's it? That's, that's three. three. All right. Shit. Y'all will realize that I'd lose count. <laughs> Tracy, you got some honorable mentions? I do, but I don't have... Uh... We're going to try to fill in some songs for you. Tracy came in on a whim, yeah. and so uh, if we can think of an example, we'll ch we'll throw it out there so we can have a we can put it on the playlist. If not, we'll just give you the salute. Yeah, uh, Steve Warner is a honorable mention. Steve is I don't know that he's an underrated player by any means because everybody that knows, knows Steve knows. Well, I think on this whole list, it's. Real musicians know who these people are. Because I know Steve Warner. And, and, yeah. he can, and these he, are real musicians. But just like, you know, the average person don't realize that. Yeah. But Steve has put out instructional videos back in the day that I actually used to get and just try to, you know, and he was very helpful in a lot of a lot of aspects. But he's somebody that has played with a lot of people. And, but he's an awesome player. I mean, I just so, I don't have a particular song. If you guys have got something. You got but, something on that, Percy? Linda. Linda? Linda, that's an awesome, that's, that's exactly uh, right. That's a great, yeah, it's a good one. Linda, uh, Steve Warner. Yep. Number two might be Marty Stewart. Marty oh, Stewart got talking. his chops and Johnny Cash's band. Yeah, Marty has played since he was like 12 years old. Yeah. Been well, you know, when he was probably 10, he met Connie Smith mm -hmm. when she was on a tour, and he said, I'm going to marry this woman. Yep. And you know who he's married to now? That's right. Connie Smith. That's exactly right. Well, I'll be damned. You got one for that, Percy? I, I've got one. You got one? one? I, let me find it. Uh, uh, one of my favorite <laughs> Marty Stewart songs is Hillbilly Rock. That's Country is one that you need to listen to. That's Country? That's Country. All right. That's right. 
All right, we'll go there. That's country. Yeah. Okay, Trace, you got one more. Uh, I'm going to say Chet Atkins, even though oh, he was gosh, not yes. a I mean, underrated guy by any stretch, but he, he is somebody that... He's forgotten. He's forgotten, but he was you know one of my dad's all-time favorites, but also... He helped so many people. I mean, he helped Steve Warner. Steve Warner. Well, and you know, his he had a. a um, did he not have a publishing company? He did. And he signed. If I'm not mistaken, he was the one that signed Jerry Reed. Absolutely. Yes. And that's that says enough right there. Absolutely. All right. So, Anybody got a song for him? Any of them. Any. Percy, <laughs> pick one. Any of them. But I will research, and there's a song that he does with Jerry Reed. I will find yeah. that song yeah. and put yeah. it on the playlist. All right. There's my three. Deal. Good job. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Mark, what's your honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, this one's kind of Tommy Emanuel. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's, I mean, we know him. And lucky enough to see him in Birmingham. And, oh, my goodness gracious. Probably the best guitar player on the planet. Yeah. But no, a lot of people don't know about it. Never, a lot of people never heard of it. Right. And that's why I like this episode. Is the average person should know about My these goodness. people. This guy's just scary, scary, scary good. You, Chad Atkins actually called him a certified guitar player. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. You got a song that he did? Uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yeah, that's oh, just do that. Yeah. Yeah, that'll make it through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. Yeah. Great. That okay. Was, uh, good one, Mark. Okay. Uh, Mark Knopfler. Yes, Dire Straits. Dire Straits. Uh, another finger picker. Yep. Uh, played, did an album with Chet Atkins. He too. did. He, yes. Yeah. He I did. did not know that. He yes. did. Uh, I'm a big Dire Straits fan. I am too. So here again, song for him, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, he always plays well. You know, Dire Straits was great, but then Mark ventured off in his solo career, yes. and he put out some great music. Absolutely. And there's a lot of those live performances that he did with Clapton, and it's, he, I mean, it, he's holding his own. I mean, yeah. it, Yes, he, no he doubt. Is. What's your song for Mark Knopfler? Any of them. Any. I don't really have one. I okay. There's so many. If, if, if you we'll pick one. I, I, would probably, I would probably, just to the average person, I would probably go with Sultan to Swain. Everybody knows that. Yeah, just classic. the average yeah. person. Yeah. That's Okay. You got one more? Brian Setzer. Stray Cats? Yes, sir. That guy could go. He could go. He can go. And he, if I'm not mistaken, he played that, uh, he always loved that 335 hollow body. And he, I think he's playing a Gretsch now. Is that not right? Yeah, think, he, he played Gretsch. I think he's got a Gretsch. Yes. I think at one time he was playing a country gentleman for a while. Yeah. So, uh, but him, he just... That guy can just play. He he's, can. He's got a phobia. He won't. He won't shake hands with you, and he mm. has to wash his hands all the time. Mm. I read that somewhere. Uh, the song for him. I mean, you know, I love the big band stuff he's doing. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I love the Stray Cats stuff. Yeah. But the big band stuff he's got out too is just killer. So here again, if you want to pick one of those, I will not complain about any of his. Okay, we'll do that one. We'll pick one. All right, Purse, you got. He's got some homework. We're gonna put a great playlist together for y'all on this. Awesome, very exciting, yeah. cool. It's up to you, Mike. All right, it's mine. All right, my first honorable mention is Mike McReady, Pearl Jam. The guy can play, and people when they think about Pearl Jam, they think about Eddie Vedder, but 
that guy could play guitar, man. And uh, love PJ. And my song example from them is Even Flow. I mean, it's it's all guitar based. I mean, he sort of takes the song away from Eddie with the opening line. So we'll go Mike McCready on that. Second one, I hope I get some props on this, and you know, is David Lindley. That guy, if it had strings, that guy could play it. That's Jackson Brown's lead guitarist, but he has played on so many recordings. He could play fiddle, banjo, uh, lap steel, pedal steel, lead guitar. And the thing I liked about him so much, because I'm a Jackson Brown fan, he could play while Jackson was singing, and he would whine the guitar with the lyrics. I mean, it had this whiny sound that it's just capturing. So without David Lindley, and even Jackson says this, there's no Jackson Brown. Wow. So he needs props. So That's a good one. He got my list, yeah. My last honorable mention, and I think you'll all agree, is Prince. That guy does not get enough props for his lead guitar skills. Um, and it's available on Amazon Music, so we ought to be able to make it on All the you sound, have to do is the watch soundtrack. the YouTube video. Well, the who, song I want to put on song? there is yeah. While My Guitar Gently yes, Beats yes. with Danny Harrison, yes. Jeff Lynne, Tom Petty, George, uh, Harrison's, George sons. Harrison's, Danny Harrison, yeah. and Steve Winwood's yes. actually on that too. Yeah, and awesome. Prince tears it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's when a lot of people, I think, realized. How oh good of a guitarist yes. Prince is. Yes. Right. And you know, he was supposed to do an album, he never did it, and it was going to be based on like a whole Jimi Hendrix theme where he could really showcase his guitar, but it, it just never transpired. But God, that would have been good, yes. wouldn't it? All right. Yes. Okay, so we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Before we do that, we want to shout out to our sponsors, Smokehouse Crackers, Robert and Lynn Entrican. They came on last week. We had a ball in here. Um, Busted Oak Bourbon Society, always supportive. We've got uh, uh, Wendy coming on like uh, next week, I think. We can't forget Anchor. Yep, Anchor is our official sponsor. Our unofficial sponsor is Svedka Vodka, and I think that's about it. That's it. A shout out to our management team, Kirk and Drew Miner, Wayne Bowen, Brian Pendergrass couldn't make it here tonight, but uh, you know, want to give those guys a shout out while we're on. So guys. now we're going, yeah, now we're going five around, four around, okay? So if you got storylines, now's the time to share. So, <laughs> Percy, what's your number five? My number five is a little outside the box, but I think this man... Does not surprise me. <laughs> never gets enough love. And that's the steel guitar player, Ralph Mooney. I have never heard of Ralph oh, Mooney. Yes. Bart. Oh, yes. Yeah. He and played. Trace, you have heard him, I promise. I, 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 okay. Yeah. He played with Wynn Stewart, and he played with Merle Haggard, and he played with Waylon for 20-something years in his band. And if you listen to the 1974 live album, the expanded edition especially, every other song, you'll hear halfway through the song, Waylon will say, Picket Moon. And he's talking about Ralph Mooney. Ralph Mooney. And uh, the song that I'm taking from that is from Waylon Life. It's the last letter. He does a pedal steel solo in that song. 
and even the crowd is going crazy at the end of it because they they know that it was just something special. Yeah. Cool. We'll check it out. It'll sound good on the playlist. Awesome. That's a good one. Tracy, number five. Uh, this one may be a little off the wall, but Brent Mason. Wow. Is, uh, I mean, he's a monster session player, number one, but he does some of his own stuff. But he's he's Alan Jackson's guitar player. You has been for You've years. talked about him before. Oh, he is beast. I mean, he is like unbelievable. I do not have a song. We're going to get an Alan Jackson but, song with Brent Mason. But Brent Mason is a, I mean, you're talking about somebody that can make somebody look good. Brent Mason is that guy. Ooh. Yeah. He's Alan Jackson, you David Lindley. find so oh, yeah. many yeah. session yeah. musicians through the years from Nashville. But he's, more, but he's another one, like I mentioned earlier, Steve. I mean, he, he's somebody that is a little bit of a teacher, trainer, you know, and, and offers things that, that, you know, he's just super talented but loves to share his talent with other people too. So That's good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. He's All right. He's scary good. Yeah. That's coming from two... A scary good. Guitar heroes yeah. here. Ooh. All right, Mark, what's your number four? Number four? Yeah. Number five. Oh, we have five. We're five. Still, I, I told y'all I this. I mean, all of, these, all of these right here are just like number one. To They're me. fluid, yeah. yeah. What's your number five? I'm going to say Tommy Tedesco. Absolutely. Tommy Tedesco. That's guy, I actually got to see him at a seminar in, at Town Hall in Gunnersville in the 80s. Wow. Joe Arias at, at really? Mid-South Music brought him in. And uh, <clears throat> a great story. To, uh, Joe had some really nice guitars in the store. And he had them all circled around Tommy. So Tommy is a was a large individual. Let me tell uh -oh. you, a large individual. So he's sitting in this little metal straight-back chair. And it makes me want to laugh remembering it. So Tom, the chair breaks. Oh my God! And it's one of those things in slow motion, and he's falling for like thirty seconds. Well, of course, when you fall, it's always. In and slow all motion. of these really expensive Gibson guitars are lined up right behind him. And I, I, I'd have, I run out the back of town hall because I'm laughing so hard. I can't help <laughs> it. But not one guitar was damaged. But Tommy would be. I mean, I don't know exactly how you would pick one of his songs because he is the most recorded guitar player ever. But I'm going to pick the Bonanza theme. Did he do that? He played on he played the guitar on Bonanza theme. So that's gonna be my Tommy Tedesco song. That's fantastic. Yeah. The Bonanza theme. Can we get that on a playlist? I want that on we, there. We should be able to get that, yeah. I want that on there. He did the Batman also if you can't find that. And Green Acres. <laughs> Jesus. And Max. That's awesome. He did okay. Yeah. All right. Suicide yeah. is painless. Do what? Suicide is painless. Yeah. <laughs> that was the name of the match. It was. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it had and it had lyrics. The original one because it came from the original. But that movie. was yes. that song was, if I'm not mistaken, was was it the director uh, was his son. Yeah. That actually created that song. Yeah. Crazy. All right, my number five. I hope y'all remember this guy, but it's Vernon Reed. Yes. Living Color. Living Color. Living Color. Yes. That guy could shred. Yes. I saw him 89, Steel Wheels Tour with Living Color, 
and Vernon could tear it up. I think Rolling Stone put him in their top one. Well, and it was hard for him, and this this may sound bad, but to be a, an African American that really loved <laughs> rock. rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, it, it was out of the ordinary. Yeah, and he loved it, and he still played. Huh. So, yes. yeah. Uh, so my song example is Cult of Personality, Living Color, because he, he just kills that song. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yep. All right. Awesome. Percy, what's your number four? My number four is Terry Kath of Chicago. Good call. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And I think people, he gets Man, up, he, he get, dug deep, didn't he? All y'all dug deep. That stuff is surface. Y'all dug deep. He gets overlooked because of the horns and stuff in Chicago. And Peter Cetera. And he, he died early. Yeah. And Yeah. Imagine what they could have done rock and roll-wise if he would have still carried on. I mean, they made millions. But it, let's face it, after he was gone, it wasn't rock and roll. I think he was a strong member in that band. He was. At that time. Yeah. And, and you listen. Voice. And my song that, of his is 25 or 64. 6 to 4. 25 and you listen, or 6 to 4. And you listen to the guitar playing in that song, and it's just... You know, I think a lot of video people learning guitar when they're young, one of the first riffs they learn, because I can play it. Oh, yeah. It's now, 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 now. Yep. It's easy progression up and down. It's yep. one of the first But ones. you can't play that solo. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I can in my mind, Percy. <laughs> Believe me, I, I, wish, up. I wish I could. <laughs> I mean, no, I do the na 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 and then in my mind I stop and I play the solo. Yep. Okay, fair right. enough. Okay. That's my number four. Number four, Tracy Lane. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Jeff Healy. One of my favorite guitarists ever, and I'm just somebody that that is, you know, with a handicap that manages to play the way he played. I mean, pretty much. Watch Roadhouse. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The guy was great. So Jeff was blind. Yep. He played the guitar in his lap. Yep. And I'm going to tell you, he's on my list. So we already have a song on there for him. Canadian. Passed away from a some sort of disease, but that guy could could kill could it. Go. Special person. Yes. Absolutely. All right, Mark. Number four, and here again in no order, Steve Luther. Steve Luther. Luther. Okay. Toto. Toto's. Oh, Toto's guy. Yeah. Tracy loves him too. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, he's a great guitar player, but this guy has he's recorded over fifteen hundred sessions. Jesus. He played uh, the song for Luthaker is Beat It by Michael Jackson. He did all of the guitar work except the solo. Most people should just see Toto. They don't see all the other stuff that he played on. The story that happened on this session, Quincy Jones calls him in to do the guitar stuff. Right. Well, so Michael Jackson does the lead vocal track and... Um, they and Eddie does the guitar solo. Eddie Eddie Van Halen does the guitar solo. Yep. So Eddie wanted to take the tape to another studio and redo the solo. When they did, they lost everything but the lead vocal track and the guitar solo. So the drummer had to go in and they could hear overbleed in the headphones, and he did a little click track on a hi hat, and then they pieced everything back together. Wow. And uh, Luthaker had uh, Marshalls, big Marshall amps, yep. 
and layered them and layered them. And Quincy, he carried it to him. He said, man, it's too, it's too thick, too thick. Go back and redo it on that little uh, Fender Deluxe. And he doubled it on the Fender Deluxe, beat it. All the guitar stuff you hear other than the solo is Steve Luthaker. Wow. This could be an episode of VH1 Storytellers. Yeah. That's good stuff. And I think I've got that story pretty close to correct. That's, that's, a, that's and, awesome. and I actually I actually ran across this thing probably a month before you asked me to do this podcast. Wow. Just happened to run across it. But he's played uh, another thing you should listen to, everybody should listen to on their own. He did an album with Edgar Winter recently. Yeah. And it's called An Odd Couple. Well, it's if bluesy. it's with Edgar Winter, it is an odd couple. It is, but that's I've, I've listened to some of that, and that is worthy. Okay. Yeah. So That's outstanding. Yeah. Man, this is going to be a trippy playlist. Good stuff. All right. Ooh. My number four is Tom Morelli. So, Morello. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said, <laughs> Michael. Tom Morello. <laughs> I think I spelled it wrong. Okay. So, Rage Against the Machine, Audio Slave. So the guy had a very unique sound. He had strings flying all over the place, really whiny, winding. I don't, I don't even know how to describe that sound. Um, but uh, my song examples for Tom Morello, I've been drinking vodka, motherfucker. I mean, shit. Oh, I broke a rule. Sorry, Amanda. So killing in the name of... Rage Against the Machine. It's a good song. And he's, I'm giving another one too. Cochise by Audio Slave. Because he carries those songs there. All right, that's my number four. I hate when you correct me. Well, Give a like, brother a break, man. You like stealing my thunder, so yeah, now we're even. I ain't stole one yet, and I'm trying. You're not going to steal this thunder. My number three is probably outside the box here, but it had to make my list. And that's Don Rich. Oh, yeah. You know who who Don Rich was? I've heard the name. He was always, he was almost on my list. He was a guitarist for the Buckaroos. Oh, yes. Now I know Don Rich. Buck Buck. Well, he died in 74, and Buck did not care about music until... Until he redid some Eagle songs. Dwight Yoakam came along and got him to do... The streets of Bakersfield. And Dwight says to this day, that's what got him interested in music again after Don Rich died. And you can take any of Buck's songs, but I picked I've Got a Tiger by the Tail. Yeah, that's a classic. That's That's probably his best classic. Outstanding. Where are we at? What's happened? What number are we at? I blacked out. Three. Three. Number three. All right. I'm pulling a little bit of a wild card out on this one. Boss Gags. I love Boss Gags. And there's a song, and I can't think of the name of it, but it's either I've Got the Blues or it's a song where he plays. And then there's a great song that Boss Gags did that Dwayne's playing on, and it's Loan Me a Dime. That's the first song I come to think of. But I'm a Boss fan. That may be it. Long Bed Dime. It's so long mid You're going to handle this. And it was, record, it was recorded in... So Dwayne's playing on that Dwayne song. Dwayne is playing right. on Let's Long Mid Dime. It's, oh, it's a, it. All right. You know what? I don't know that I knew that. 
I didn't just know knew that was one hell of a I thought I knew everything until I hung out with Percy. That's and then I realized <laughs> yeah. I don't know shit. Percy's the man. He's, He's my hero. Yeah, definitely. Damn savant. It's a <laughs> lunatic talking to a savant. All right, so that was what? That was three. three. Trace, what you got for three? That was his three. That was your three. Yeah. See what I mean? All right, Mark, what's your number three? All right, I'm going to tie in here with Percy's number on uh, Rich here. Pete Anderson, Dwight Yoakam's guitar player. Hell yeah. Uh, Pete, oh, yeah. He, uh, you got a golf clap on that good one. Call. Uh, That's good. Pete, uh, holy cow, the first time I heard Dwight and, and heard Pete solos, I just thought, okay, how did you think to play those notes? I mean, I, I just couldn't figure out how that guy thought of those exact notes. And all this stuff is clean. There's no distortion. You know, it's, I mean, it may be a little bit, but when you play clean country guitar, you got to be good. And I don't know what your, that, that's a, that's what a, song you've got listed on this, yes. but I know one that's got, that's going in my mind. You probably don't know this one. I probably don't. He did a solo album called Working Class, and he covered Fire. By Ohio Players? By, uh. Or Bruce Springsteen? Uh, uh, maybe Ohio players. Yeah. But it's so awesome that, t to me, it's like it almost falls apart in the middle of it, and then they go back in it. It is, he is just Dwight so Dwight did some good. great covers. He did Suspicious Minds. Yeah. Yes. He did yeah. Home of the Blues by Johnny Cash. Uh, my favorite cover that he did is an old classic he did. Dim lights, thick smoke, and loud, loud music. I thought he did a great job of Wichita Lineman, too. Oh, I love that song. He yeah. did up. And that's one. Is Glenn Campbell on anybody's list? Oh, you hands up. He did I Want You to Want Me, and he yeah. did a great Cheap job trick. of that. He did uh, Trucking by Grateful Dead. That is unbelievable. And I'll tell you, if you have serious satellite radio, I think like once a week, he does a, a show where he interviews people. He has his own channel called the Bakersfield Beat. Yeah. yeah. It's basically Dwight's. And he interviews people. And I've listened to some of those interviews with Chris Hillman. And Chris Hillman is the patriarch of country rock music, one of the people. I'm not wow. sure which song it was, but I think I remember Mark playing one of those songs in Gunnersville on top of the bar. Back alley. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, what was the name of that song? That was Long White Cadillac. Uh -huh. Oh, Long. That's a great yes, song. Yes. I got hit he in the head boots. He bought a ceiling fan. On that. Oh no! I was running down a bar, <laughs> trying to be cool, and too old to be cool, and I didn't see it. But boy, it hit me right across right there, and I mean, I blazed his bell. Oh, yeah. Man. And we're talking about underrated people. That's a person that I think is highly underrated as a country music artist is Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Outstanding. It's good. Whose turn? Yours. I thought so. So I'm going with Jeff Healy. I mean, he's already been mentioned. I love Jeff Healy. Um, we've already talked about him. Uh, but my song example is See the Light. This guy wears it out. And if you want a treat, go on YouTube channel and type in see the light they they uh he's playing with who is clapton's bass player um uh was it anderson east no anderson no. Nathan, 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 Nathan is playing Nathan. with him yeah and the guy's blind he's playing a guitar in his lap 
he gets up out of his chair and wears it out and he just doesn't get enough props so yeah. I'm glad he was double no, double represented no, yeah 100%. he leaves the man all right we're getting down to the nitty-gritty now we're at, we're at top two we're at two Tracy you want to quit down playing with your car out there yeah, that's yours. I was trying to break in. It's okay. So, Percy, what's your number two? My number two is Steve Gaines oh, yeah. from Leonard Skinner. And I've mentioned this song in our Southern Rock episode, but when they do T for Texas, mm. and even Ronnie, before he starts playing, he says, here comes the Okie. And if you watch the video, I've mentioned this before, from, I believe it's Nebworth on YouTube. Ronnie's sitting there, and Steve starts playing his solo, and Ronnie's just staring at him. And also, all of a sudden, Ronnie just looks up, and he's got this grin on his face, like, you're all right, kid. And he, I'm, if, T for Texas is, if I had to pick 10 songs, T for Texas is going to be in there. When they do their live version of T for Texas, if it doesn't get you moving, then you're dead. I'm sorry. It's a great song. Yeah. That's in my high school, two. we used to say T stood for Tommy Lags. <laughs> and that was, that was a song from the 20s, old Jimmy Rogers song, that has been covered by, and my hero, Waylon, did a great job of it, but he can't hold a candle to Skinner doing it. That's great. That's my number two. Trace? All right. Well, me not knowing, I've got three names here. Oh, man. Is this He's got to be on our two. Two. This, this is, is number two. two. Okay. All right. We're going to go with this. Dwayne Allman. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's probably not underrated because those that know him, but he's, it's been a long time. But I, he, I don't think people He didn't have longevity. Unfortunately, yeah, but, but what he, could he have done if he'd have been he around? He had longevity in the short, very span short span of time. So, um, One of my favorite songs of his is if you go listen to Derek and the Dominoes when they do "Key to the Highway." Yeah, let's and get that. And it's like one they're like halfway through the song, Eric is like "Woo!" and it's like they're just having fun. They're in there just jamming back and forth, and they're yeah. having fun, yeah. and that is. Key to the Highway is a is a blue standard. Mm -hmm. Didn't but, he play on uh, David Bowie's Let's Dance? Yes. That was Stevie Ray. Stevie Are Ray. you sure? Right. It was Stevie Ray. Right. Okay. That was Stevie Ray. Okay. Yeah, it was yes. Stevie Ray Stevie that played Ray. on that. But, good Bruce yeah. but he did play on Wilson Pickett's Hey Jude. But it, if you go listen, shows. I would say listen to Key to the Highway. Cause okay. That's just, that That'll make the look. playlist then. That's good. Made the notes. All right. Marcus, what you got for two? I got there. These are neck and neck right here, so I'm I don't know which one to pick, but I'm going with Glenn Campbell. Boom. Why would you not? You know, even when he had Alzheimer's, I'm gonna tell you the guy. You, if you handed him a guitar, he could still play it. If you've never that. seen that documentary, I've seen it. On it's him, awesome. it, yeah. it, it will touch you. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, the how can you deny a guy one that was played with the Beach Boys? Two, he was in a John Wayne movie. I mean, yeah. it don't get no better than that. <laughs> no, Beach Boys and John Wayne. <laughs> McCartney and had his own television show. McCartney said that he was the greatest guitar player that's ever been. Wow. McCartney said I mean, that. 
that's a that's a tribute right there. He played on eighty different Billboard hits. God. Yeah, he was a big session guy. Wrecking Crew. Yeah. What's your song for him? Well, this is one. It's not so much of him playing guitar, even though there is a video with him and Steve Warner playing a baritone guitar behind him. Galveston. I love that song. But look uh, on you go on YouTube and look for him playing that live and listen to his solo on that. I'll do it tonight. Yeah, that's a killer. That's a killer. Solo. That's fantastic. All right, my number two. This may be may not be a shocker. I'm giving Damon Johnson a nod tonight. Boom. I don't know him. Yes, you do. <laughs> Both of y'all do. Both these cats played with him. Damon has been a journeyman. Okay, so. And he's a local homeboy. I mean, he was born in Macon, Georgia, then moved to like Monroeville or something, then Geraldine, and he's played with Thin Lizzy, Alice Cooper, Brother Kane. He started out with Headline. He played with Skinner. Yeah. He played with Skinner. Uh, he had a garage band. Uh, he wrote songs that Carlos Santana and Stevie Nicks even recorded. Brother Kane. And Brother Kane. I mean, and he was in Headline. Yeah, of course, yeah, he was in the headline with you guys. And, you know, back in the day, you probably don't know this, Mark, but I only came home from summer, from college, one summer, and it's when Gunnersville went wet, and I worked at Grapes and Hops yes. next to the local option. And when we closed up at 12, we went to PJ's Alley to catch you guys. Um, what a great time in our local history that was. And y'all rocked it. That was a lot of great musicians, but Damon, I think, really sort of, I think that was sort of what launched him out of there. He was, was going that. to law school. He was, Damon was going to law school, and his dad was pushing him to go to law school. And, of course, he wanted, he wanted to be a rock star, like we all want to be a rock star. Absolutely. So I told Damon, I said, Damon, I said, ask your dad to give you one year. If it doesn't work, and it did work for him. But I want to tell this story. Damon called me uh, last week, and this is, this, is, this is the Damon that everybody needs to know right here, that they may not know. So Damon calls, and we're talking, and, and, he's, and he's talking about how he's got three Brother Kane shows this, this past weekend. Friday, I think Friday, Saturday, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, whatever it was. And he talked about how out of shape he was, how he was going to have to work, how, how he needed to do better. It was not Damon Johnson crowing about how awesome I am. Everybody needs to know that Damon, Damon is a good guy. Yeah. You know, and he works so hard at his craft. And, it, you know, it just makes you feel good to hear someone with that much talent saying, man, I'm just not prepared for these three shows. I've got so much work I've got to do. Wow. That's the Damon that everybody needs to understand. That, that That's Damon. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's Damon. Yeah. yeah. And he played with some other bands, too, I think. I, I, I mean, uh, Whiskey Falls. Right. Uh, Black Star Riders. Um, Slave to the System. I mean, the guy's been around. He's played Boys Are Back in Town, Whiskey in the Jar, School's Out, Jailbreak, and Fool Shine On. But my 
I want. I just want to get Brother Kane's "Got No Shame" on there. Just a solid. No, that works. Awesome. It's it's not like this major guitar song, but yeah. that, to me, that was Brother Kane's hit. I so, love yeah. Damon. He's he's a, he's a he really is a good fellow. Yeah, really, he's a good friend. Yep, I know he is. Yeah. So I want His to get him on the list. With Leonard Skinner, I mean, that's a, that's a lifetime. When Leonard Skinner calls you to say, yes. "Can you I mean, come on?" You're you're there. Well, he did the show at Bob's just a solo. Yep. Bill and, and but that was probably the, one of the most enjoyable events where I've heard Damon. You know, he's done some solo things, but he told more stories and just just the opportunity to do what he's doing with Leonard Skinner and how welcoming those guys have been to him to be veterans of trade legends years, rock and, and roll hall of famers so i mean you know any kid I mean, it doesn't matter if you're 10 years old or 60 who wouldn't want to do that so i mean that's, that's a great opportunity so hats Man, off to damon what a dream we're proud of you yeah yeah absolutely we're proud yeah. of you so. i want to tell one quick story we, sure we got to play the june jam at headline and that's after that's after damon had left to go with split the no could be split the dark i'm not sure but we played it up here, of course, in Fort Payne. So Damon came in to play the show with us. He just wanted to play the thing. So he did. So he had to get to Chattanooga to the airport to catch a plane, I think, to Little Rock, maybe. I'm not sure about that. So he was freaking out because he said, man, I don't, I'm not going to be able to drive because we're behind schedule. And the lady that runs the entire June Jam said, that's what these helicopters are for. So they put him on a helicopter, and he puts his headset on, and he said, we're taking off to Chattanooga. And Damon, he looked at the pilot, he said, how fast does this thing go? He said, about 200. And he said, how fast are we going? He said, about 200. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would have been so, a trip. So he had to get there. The pilot had to get him there and get back. But that was a... That's a great story. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. All right, down to the nitty-gritty. We, uh, we got about 15 minutes left. So we're making good time. This is number one. It's all you. You guys ready? Percy, what's your number one? Don't be spilling off on. My number one is Hubert Sumlin. We got a bunch of blank stares. Hubert. Hubert. Mark, Hubert. you know Hubert? No, Hubert. I, I knew he'd come up with somebody. Gosh. Hubert Sumlin was Howlin' Wolf's guitarist. Okay. Oh, gotcha. my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought Howlin' Wolf was the guitarist. No. My granddaddy was Elmo Pulley. This is how important Hubert was. When they went to do the London sessions, uh, Bill Wyman, uh, I think Steve Winwood, and Clapton was there. The record label did not want Hubert to go. And Hubert said, I mean, Clapton said, if Hubert does not go, yeah. I'm not going. Yeah. I remember that story. And when Wolf died at his funeral, Hubert was listed as his son. Wow. Damn. Wow. And, and I'm taking Killing Floor is my song. Never heard that song. And Hubert was a finger picker. This is going to be a funky playlist. <laughs> That's my number All right. one. Trace, you got number one? Yeah, I've got number one, and in case I still marks thunder, I've got a number one in place of that number one. So, okay. All right. Jerry Reed. I and, love and Jerry Mark Reed. Cheated, or, you know, we cheated today. He, he mentioned Jerry Reed, and so 
by far. That was one of my dad's favorite guys back in the day, as I mentioned earlier. You had Chuck and, and, and Jerry. Reed. And for y'all that don't know, number Dean Coney started the whole movement. I wanted to go with Jerry Reed, but I thought, well, I'm going to have too much country in here, so oh, they're yeah. going to give me a hard time. But, but number two would be a Glenn Campbell. I mean, those two, the combo of those two, I can yeah, it's fantastic. Anyway, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, those, were, those were legends in their time and have no idea of the impact that they made. You know, for folks like my dad, I mean, dad was somebody that I don't know anybody that's ever loved any music any more than he did. I mean, yeah. You know, I've seen see my dad just come to tears listening to stuff that he really really loved I mean you know whether it was a chord progression or whether it was whatever he played out of his heart oh yeah there's no doubt no doubt that's played out of his heart that's beautiful yeah good stuff What's your number one, Mark? That was it. That was it. <laughs> Jerry oh, Reed. He did it. Jerry Reed. Uh, Jerry Reed. Well, he was coming out of left field with some stuff that he didn't No, that's good stuff. You got a song of Jerry Reed? Well, I got two, actually. I, I couldn't decide on The Claw or Amos Moses. Oh, I either yeah. one. You know? Let's put both of them. Both of them. They're, Let's they're put killer. both of them on. But there. they're worthy. One of the things I'd read about Jerry back, Elvis wanted him to play, do a session with him. But, yeah, I can see that. But... He was fishing, and they had to go. They called. They called Jerry to come and do a session with Elvis in Nashville, and they had to go get Jerry at the lake to go. And, and they said they were trying to get the Nashville guys to play. And he said, oh, they can't play like me. He said, they use picks. And he said, I tuned that thing all kind of sorts out of way, so they can't, they can't play like I play. But he was uh, – and that's uh, – I mean, that's just how you'd think Jerry Reed would be. Absolutely. That's yeah. a great story. Yeah. And, and he was rebel enough in yeah. his day. He didn't care. You know, he it was his his style. You know, you he, know, he recorded at Muscle Shows. Oh, yes. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, at, uh, at Fame. And, you know, they, they said uh, you have to tell him not to bring any of his guitars or a cigar in here. And they told him that, and he got mad and left. But about a week later, he came back. Because actually, my hero, Waylon mm -hmm. and Jerry recorded uh, their cover of Hold On, I'm Coming. It was recorded in, in oh, That's a salmon day. Yes, it is. Yes. Wow. Mike wow. called me one time, Mike Bruce called me one time, and uh, Joni had, Joni had, done a movie I don't know I can't remember what the movie was but they had gone to the premiere with Billy Bob and whoever Billy Bob was with at that point I don't know who it was Angelina or who probably yeah. probably at that time is what it was so so I mean Mike and I have been just brothers forever yeah for years yeah. and years and years so Mike's he calls me up about and I'm tying this in with our pick right here he calls me up and he's, he's critiquing this movie. He sounds like this movie critic. And I'm sitting there listening to him and I thought, my, what? And I, <laughs> said, up with that? And yeah. I said, is it as good as Smokey and the Bandit? And he said, what? And I said, is that, was that movie as good as Smokey and the Bandit? And he said some nasty words and hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Another Mike Bruce tale. Another Mike Bruce tale. Tales story. from the Bruce. Yes. All right, well, we're down to me. Last pick, number one, Ray Homie. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Greatest underrated guitarist ever. 
warm. The guy, we talked about him before we started. He was just built to play the guitar. He could play anything. Um, amazing licks. You guys know it. I, I don't feel worthy enough to talk about Ray, and we've only got a few minutes, and I hope we can get some stuff in on him. And I, and I had a good consultant with Tracy on the song, because I've been listening to uh, the stuff on YouTube, and just, I'm always blown away. And our intro is even Centerpoint Hotel, but it's The Hunter, uh, and I did re-listen to that a few times uh, since I texted you, Trace. Um, the Hunter by Warm. I mean, the slide, the licks. The guy was amazing, and he was, he was everything. He could have been anyone's lead guitarist. He could have been Clapton. He could have been Stevie Ray. He could have been Hendrix. Everyone that ever played with him said, we want that guy, and he's a homeboy. I want to give him my number one props and say I love you too. Um, anything you want to say about Ray? No, man, I, I appreciate that. I mean, it's, it's you know, he's overrated, not overrated here. I mean, he's recognized here by a lot of folks, but certainly, certainly underrated. I think you're, you know, in, in that regard, you're, but there's so much of their music in my mind that people haven't heard that you just, you know, if you didn't have the chance to go see them live, you just don't know. And, and you know, as years go by, we really hate seeing you know, you can listen to it and it's great, but man, if you if, if you had the opportunity to be there and realize, not only Ray, but just that band, how humble band those guys great. were, how much they loved doing what they did, and just just the impact they had on people. And you know, since Ray passed away in in '89, his 72nd birthday was yesterday. 10, wow. 10, he was born in 10, 10, 50. I didn't realize that. And I so, did not know that coming into yeah, this today. So yeah. So Happy every, belated. Every October, I, you know, there's not an October that doesn't go by where you don't think about it. And it's just, it's it's cool for me. It's humbling and it's it's gratifying all the stuff at the same time to realize how, how much of an impact he had on so many people. And just one guy here, I mean, Mark. I mean, like yeah. I mentioned the Warren's Welcome, Warm stuff. There's nobody that cares more about warm music and its existence than this guy. You know, we've got Dennis Mitchell and... All these guys that, that and are hitting, Dan and, and Dan all and, those, and, yeah. and Ron, and all these people that are trying to keep it alive, and I just well, think it's cool, and I'm just proud to. We're keeping it alive tonight, and I appreciate we're keeping it alive tonight. Yeah. And I thought long and hard about this. This was my like my sixth version of this list. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? It's Ray Honey, because yeah. it is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. That guy I'd put up against anybody if you get a chance go on youtube listen to uh those videos that dennis put up of warm um that's amazing it's all over fan. i mean you can watch the lift the last band ray was with yeah the ray was July. with the lift out of atlanta last, right the last song you ever wrote was never goodbye it's an instrumental it's it's out there there's all this warm stuff uh, you know stones he's written and done you know well i'm gonna tell you if we can get a hold of the master tapes we're going to figure out how to get them on Apple Music. It's good but stuff. I want to tell you guys, this has been a great time, good podcast. Boy, y'all came with your A game. And <laughs> it's, it's been a lot of fun. I'm still my hero. Yeah. 
Oh, Percy's a savant. He is, man. I don't know what he does, smokes or drinks, but comes up with some shit. But y'all did too. Great. We got it under an hour. And all I can say is thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to y'all. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.